0: In June, a man in Virginia was arrested at a school board meeting where he became vocally upset about an issue his daughter had during school. His arrest became the poster for school board, quote, violence that led the National School Board Association to ask from the Department of Justice for anti-terrorist measures to be doled out to those disrupting school board meetings across America. Of course, there is more to this story, which we will look at shortly, but what kind of country do we live in, where? Parents are being arrested and singled out for wanting to make sure the education we all pay for through our taxes is actually doing more good than harm. I'm Matt Odegaard, and this is Church Public. Welcome back to Church Public. Thank you so much for joining me here today. I really appreciate your time and your support. If you haven't already, you can go to churchpublic.com for more episodes. Go ahead and check them out. I think there are a couple of good ones there. Beyond that, you can also subscribe, rate, review on any of the platforms, Google and Apple and uh, all the places. You can check me out as well at any social media at churchpublic.com. So today we are talking about school, and I have a lot of thoughts about school. And in fact, this was a hard topic to research, and it's even hard to talk about. It's hard to talk about because I have kids. I have kids who are in school age, and uh, in this particular instance, I have a teenage daughter. And as we'll see, this comes down to a father talking about a teenage daughter and protecting his own daughter. What would you do if your teenage daughter came home with a story that she had been beat up in a bathroom or assaulted in a bathroom or worse in a bathroom at school. And then you found out that it was by allegedly a person who was a male dressed up like a female to be allowed in the school. And then you found out that the school board was pushing legislation in the school system to allow boys dressed up as girls into the bathrooms and the locker rooms of the girls and then this type of thing was going on. What would you do as a father? I can tell you that I would have a really, really big problem with that. And I may also be arrested for whatever happens. I'm just saying that any father, when discovering that their teenage daughter has been assaulted, would have some issues controlling themselves. Let's just say it that way. So in a way, I feel personally connected to this. I know I'm not, but as a father, and that's what we need to understand. We need to understand the representation that's going on here. What would you do as a parent when your child is injured? And most parents would say they would do just about anything. And and I am not calling for any kind of violence, far be it. And in fact, you know, as Christians, we have to rise above and we have to act differently, but we also have to stand for truth. And that's what we're talking about here today. What is true and what is real and what can we do about it and what should we do about it? That's what we're talking about here today as we follow after Jesus We really need to understand that certain things are in the created order and certain things are not. And then certain things are just common sense and certain things are not. And if you're creating an environment where this type of thing can happen, intentionally creating it, saying... If you're a boy and you are confused and regardless of the other situation but you feel like you should dress as a girl and then you are allowed by the school system to go into the bathrooms to go into the locker rooms of the opposite gender and then you find out that certain atrocities happen in these situations that is a problem in the whole system when the system itself is saying we want To create more opportunities for people who are confused in this way to be more confused it's just a really hard situation for me to wrap my head around and in fact it's really not when you think about it it's calling out what is true and and calling out what is in essence right so let's talk about more of this story before I get into the editorial about it and what's really going on in the country in June uh, a man in Virginia was arrested. You may have even seen this clip. It was it was a rather intense clip. I'm not going to play it today both for time and for whatever anonymity this particular father has left that but you can you can go and watch it. It 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 was very viral at the time. This meeting was deemed an unlawful assembly, and many people were vocally opposed to a policy on transgender students, as I've mentioned, going into bathrooms and locker rooms and such. And this particular man uh, was very vocal about something that had happened, and very vocal against this particular policy. And a scuffle happened in between him and another person, and apparently the police were close by, and he was tackled and taken down and and brought to jail. Um, but here's the deal. As a result of this viral video and some others, but specifically this one, this particular man, a blue-collar plumber, I believe he was, showed up to a school board and the National School Board Association, because of his actions, because he got a little aggressive, and maybe too much so, but again, I laid out a little bit of the story for you earlier, and we'll look at more of the details. Because he got aggressive and antagonistic and shouted and things like that, he was arrested, and this was, quote, a form of domestic terrorism, according to the National School Board Association. And we'll see in a moment that they asked the... Biden Department of Justice to investigate this as domestic terrorism. And the Department of Justice, the FBI, apparently now are investigating parents who care about their kids enough to show up at public school board meetings and they don't like what they see. And this is in wide range in regards to things like racism through critical race theory or pornography in classrooms, which there are many examples of, I'm not going to play those for you here. Pornography in libraries and some of the books that they've had and there are viral videos going around about people reading things and I'm not I can't even read them here because they are too dirty and gross to read on this podcast. But they're happening around the country and parents thankfully are showing up to talk about these things and to say this is not okay. It's not okay for these things to be in front of our kids. It's not okay for our kids to be in danger and allegedly uh, assaulted, even sexually assaulted, in bathrooms in some of these schools. And because of policies put in place by the schools and apparently covered up by administrations and leaderships and school boards in schools, parents are getting frustrated rightly so, about some of the things that are happening. So, this National School Board Association has asked the Biden administration to consider whether incidents like this, including parents at school board meetings, were, quote, domestic terrorism, and to consider deployment of the Patriot Act to deal with such incidents. The Biden Department of Justice announced they would deploy the Federal Bureau of Investigation to investigate these and target individuals quote, harassing and threatening school administrators. So this particular county in Virginia was working hard at the time to allow this policy for transgender students to use public facilities, as I mentioned. So in this instance, it appears that, I'm just going to read some of this. In this instance, it appears that there is more to the story, and this is the problem. That there was a boy on May 28th again this was days before this particular school board incident where a boy allegedly wearing a skirt entered a girl's bathroom at a nearby um, school where he allegedly sexually assaulted this ninth grade daughter of this man so again I come back to you and say how would you feel as a parent in this situation and would you not be intensely frustrated with the school board's lack of action on this apparently he also went to the administration that day and made a fuss and the police were called again on him And fortunately, in that first instance, they were able to take his daughter to the hospital and and verify a few things about this. And I'm trying not to get too graphic about it. It It is gross in terms of what has happened, but it, I think, is more gross in terms of what the school board has done to cover some of this up. And that's really what we're talking about here. That's a problem about what is going on. So, additionally, According to reports, according to the Loudoun County Sheriff's Office, on October 6th, another assault took place at another school. And the name, I can say, you can draw whatever conclusion you want, but apparently the name of the student is the same name of the student that assaulted the initial ninth grade girl. I, the, this... Is unacceptable in this particular instance. Of course it is, but what we have to look into here is the school board and then we have to look into what's going on in the broader country setting because apparently the superintendent of the schools denied that any assault had happened in any bathroom that year or apparently, according to reports that I read through, many of the previous years also contained no of this None of this kind of assault. And so this father was apparently sent into a rage at the school board meeting. And this is the viral video that many of you have seen. And again, I'm not going to play it this time. You can go look up if you want to. But suffice to say, he was mad. I might be mad too if this had happened to my own daughter. And so in this instance, he, the, the father, faced two misdemeanors disorderly conduct and obstruction of justice, uh, which is something like resisting arrest. So they went to court for this and they're still processing through it, but his particular attorney thought some of these charges would drop. Instead, the top law enforcement officer, the, um, the, the lead attorney, uh, prosecuting attorney, showed up and personally tried this misdemeanor case. This father's attorney argued, rightly, that his client was, quote, angry after his daughter was assaulted in a bathroom by a person identifying as, again, quote, quote, gender fluid, reminded that the prosecutors had substantiated the assault and chosen to bring charges. Instead, the attorney, the district attorney, wanted jail time against the father, so you see what's going on here, and this is why we have to talk about this. And, and this particular episode, too, took me a lot of time to process through for many reasons. And one of the reasons, too, is at least one other conservative commentator has talked about this particular story and is currently completely banned from some social media outlets. This particular story. Because this particular story also goes against some of the hate speech policies. So I don't know what will happen to me. I'm probably too much of a small fish. But who knows? But the reality is, even in my own conscience, I have to talk about these things. We have to talk about these things. We have to talk about reality. We have to talk about biblical values. We have to talk about what this establishment country state is doing to regular people and to regular parents and that's why the story is important. This particular specific story is atrocious and it is tragedy and it is infuriating to be honest. But it also is indicative and we have to look at that. We have to look at what the story indicates. The story indicates that parents are not allowed to go and speak out about their own children's education. They're not allowed to go out and say when something is a dangerous policy, an actually physically dangerous policy, like allowing males into girls' bathrooms and locker rooms in schools. There is no world in which this is not dangerous. And there are many arguments that will be thrown back about how not everyone does this. Sure, but that's an exception, not a rule. And the reality is... Why would you endanger your children in this way? Why? What is the actual benefit of this? Feelings? Not getting your feelings hurt? I am just not sorry. That That's not a good enough excuse for feelings to get hurt versus actual violence. And that is the issue that we find ourselves in. We find ourselves in this issue where feelings are ruling the day words are actual violence this is what we're told but actual violence is not violence that's what we've been told for a year plus now you can look back to the riots that we've seen and the chiron on one of the major networks that was running for a long time where a reporter was standing in front of a burning building in the back and the chiron at the bottom of the screen said that this is a fiery but mostly peaceful protest We are not allowed to say what our lying eyes actually say, see. Um, you, You see something actually on fire, but that's peaceful. You see someone actually assaulted, but that is tolerant. Because saying that a man is not a woman is actual violence. And this is a problem. It's a problem in the prosecution that we're seeing and the actual Department of Justice presumably being weaponized towards parents who don't want their kids assaulted, either actually physically or emotionally, spiritually, through, again, I'm not going to go into it, but some of the pornography that is being pushed on children in America. Um, I, I can say from experience in some of the schools in California that the curriculum is is terrifyingly graphic for young children on sexual matters, and that's not appropriate. It's just not appropriate. And when taxpayers are paying for this education through taxes to a public institution with public servants presumably serving it, and then the parents show up to the public meeting, do you see how this goes? And then the parents who voice their opinions when they are the wrong opinions are arrested or tried as domestic terrorists this is not a free society anymore and if you say the wrong thing on social media about it which is what I was also just talking about and you are then banned the freedom is in fact gone and you can't argue "Well, just go start your own social media that's not how this all works the the freedoms the the protections given some of these social media companies by the government and the enforcement arm, given by the government and encouraged by the government, does not allow the creation. This is not capitalist in that way. You cannot go and create your own thing. Parlor is a great example of this. Parlor tried to start its own thing and was canceled by the app stores, canceled by the servers that held their things. Of course, they're back now. Um, but but the reality is, starting your own thing is not the same ideal as going out into the public square, and we know that intrinsically. We know that you can't walk out into the public square and voice these opinions. You can't go into your workplace and voice these opinions. You can't go into the school and voice these opinions. You apparently will be arrested for them. This is the problem, and this is the reason this particular story is of note, is not because this particular school is so controversial. It shouldn't be. It should be just a normal, boring school district. The reason this is of note is that it's just some random school in some random kind of farmy suburban area. And yet now it is the center of some of these controversies because these far left ideas these super hyper quote unquote tolerant ideas are no longer about unity or peace or safety or security or protection of our children. They are about what we continue to say something like indoctrination. And the reason that matters is education is inherently moral. It is. You can't just teach Facts and figures you have to teach the right facts and figures. I I Mean again, I I feel like I'm always going back to 1984 But one of the core themes of 1984 is that 2 plus 2 does not equal 4 and the reason this is important is when you can take real facts truth figures and Change them into falsehoods and force people to accept your falsehood then you teach new morality You teach that following is more important than doing what's right. And this is what we have to fight against. Following is more important, but you have to follow the right things. You have to teach the right things. You have to do the right things. And as a society, we have lost track of this because we are basing our morality on someone's feelings or someone's whims or someone's ideology that is not based in actual reality anymore. It's not based on creation declaring God's truth. It is not based on Jesus or actual truth or actual values. It is based on whatever the most popular person says. And when you deal in these kinds of uh, unreal places, you cannot help but end up with these sad stories because the people who lead these institutions by and large are not leading them in a biblical way. In fact, they can't. They can't lead these organizations in a biblical way because the state has told them they can't do this. And the reality is, while hear me, hear me correctly. I'm sure there are great teachers out there. I'm sure there are even Christian teachers out there. But the reality is, a large portion of them are not. So when you get cover-ups of this magnitude, when you get issues of this size, and when you get people teaching your children that you can be any gender, or even more, moral, moral question of you should be any gender, except for straight, then you end up with these really sad stories. And I'm hearing you reflexively telling me, well, my child is a missionary into the school system. Just think about this story and, and, and maybe and most probably other stories that are just like this one to a lesser degree. And ask yourself, are your little children really equipped mentally, physically, emotionally to do spiritual battle in these types of situations? we are called as parents to protect our children especially in the area of sexuality and we are by and large failing at this event whether it is social media or movies or friends or school or otherwise we need to step in and actually parent i just read a study whether true or not that said parents spend an average of 15 minutes with their children every day 15 minutes uh, it's, it, it's heartbreaking compare that to the eight hours plus a day the school gets and the video games and the social media and the TV We are failing our children and we need to change that this matters And what we hear through this story is the state is trying to silence you They want the school board meetings to be private so that they can control what they teach your children If you want to speak up about your child's education at a school board meeting, you may now be labeled a terrorist. This is not some weird dystopian conspiracy. This is the Department of Justice of the United States of America saying this out loud. If you want to home educate your children, the state may object. Just look at California. That particular state is waging war on charter schools and private schools and home schools. If you want to teach biblical values, the state may object on the count of tolerance and acceptance of these cultural values. The reason this is important is now is the time to stand up. And the good news is, as we see in this case and many others that I haven't highlighted today, many parents are already doing this. They are standing up. They are pushing against this. And they are getting a lot of push back for it. So what are you going to do? Don't hear me. Hear me. Don't be violent, don't be rude, don't be aggressive in this way, but be bold, be courageous, and call out lies when you see them. This is really important. We must not live by lies. Even when the whole of culture is saying the thing is true, if it's not true, it's still not true. This is the hard part, and we are moving into a hard part of society. We are moving into a part where the culture is going to tell you, You must live this way. You must say these things. You must educate your kids in this way because the culture says it is right. And yet, if God says it is not right, we need to instead look to Daniel and Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego and Peter and James and many other people throughout the Bible who said, I hear what you're saying or, you know, In Daniel's case, I cannot bow down to your God. There is only God. There is only one God, and and Jehovah is it, and I have to only pray to him. I cannot live by your rules. I have to preach the gospel. I have to do what is right. I have to live in the truth, which is embodied in Jesus himself we have to be ready to do this and and more and more this day is coming and it's coming quickly don't let don't get rid of your responsibility and let other people raise your kids if they have to be in public school make sure you're watching every single thing that is going on because this is happening and not just in this one school it's happening in schools across the country i can fill up a couple of hours with the examples of schools that is happening about happening in all over america and we have to be watchful we have to pay attention to this if you can't do private school charter school homeschool figure out a way to watch out and watch over your kids it is your responsibility as a parent and i want you to step into that i want you to lean into your god-given value your god-given responsibility to grow your kids to lead them to show them the right things in the right way and make no mistake this culture the leaders and rulers over it the devil himself wants your children and he wants them to leave christianity and leave the belief system and leave the even reality of biology in favor of of the things of this world. Absolutely this is true, and you may not see it as overt as this particular case, but I guarantee it's out there in your life somewhere, because families are the antithesis of what the devil wants for this world. He wants you to be disunified in the church, in your community, and of course in your family. And you need to push against this. You need to pray for your families and pray for your children. And you need to gather them up. Don't just send them out. Gather them together and love on them and show them the right things in the right way. Because the time is coming and is increasingly more hostile to biblical beliefs, Christian values, and Jesus himself. The world has been like this for a long time, but you just see it ramping up and up and up. So be on the lookout. Don't lose hope. Have courage. You can do this. That is not outside of what God has given you. I love thinking this way. God will not give you anything that you cannot handle. And if he has given you the responsibility of being a parent, he gives you everything that you need to be a great parent. So don't squander that. Use this opportunity. You have a great opportunity here to raise a follower of Jesus and to actually disciple them. Don't put that responsibility on other people. It is not the teacher's responsibility. It's not even the church's responsibility. It's your primary responsibility as the parent. So please, please, please hear me and lean into your responsibility as a parent, as a follower of Jesus, to disciple your own kids through this crazy mess that we're living in. And as I said the other day, but it's worth repeating again, I I was disheartened by this for a while, that my kids are growing up in this society that is just going to be hard. And I was lamenting that until I came across this Chesterton quote that said, you don't have to tell your kids that dragons exist. They already know that instead you get to tell your kids that they can kill the dragon and this is the truth you have all the power you need through jesus christ and they don't have to fear you don't have to fear you can push through this but you cannot do it alone so band together as families as communities as churches lean into the god-given responsibility and value that you have in your family god bless you and as always keep the faith